Yemeni's Houthis have said they'll carry on attacking ships in the Red Sea to protest against Israel's bombardment of Gaza, despite a U.S. decision to return them to the list of global terrorist organizations. The group's leadership has condemned Washington's move, describing it as an act of blackmail. The U.S. official said the redesignation on the specially designated global terrorist list, or SDGT, would take effect in 30 days to allow time to ensure the measures will target Houthi members and not the impoverished people of Yemen. The U.S. stopped short of also declaring the Houthis a foreign terrorist organization, or FTO, as the State Department's spokesman explained. We decided that the SDGT designation gave us the tools to deny the Houthis access to the financial system and gave us the tools to uh, impose additional actions, additional sanctions on anyone who does business with the, the um, Houthis while minimizing some of the downstream harm to Yemeni civilians and the deterrent effect that we thought the NFTO designation would have on aid groups. Well, just before we move on, let's just take a look at who the Houthis are. Well, they're a political and military group from a subsect of the country's Shia Muslim minority, the Zaidis. They control a large part of Yemen. Most of the population lives in Houthi areas, including in the capital, Sana'a. Its control of the Red Sea coastline makes it attacks on commercial shipping possible. The movement formed in the 1990s against this man, the then Yemeni president Ali Abdullah Saleh. In the early 2000s, they fought a series of rebellions against Yemen's government. President Saleh tried to eliminate the Houthi rebels but failed. Since 2014, the Houthi movement has been fighting a civil war against Yemen's government. Iran is accused of supplying weapons to the Houthis, something it denies, saying it only supports them politically. Let's go live now to our correspondent, Tom Bateman, who is our State Department correspondent in Washington. He was also our Middle East correspondent up until a very short time ago. Tom, hi, good to see you there in Washington. So just explain to us the State Department's decision here on the Houthis and what it will mean. Well, what they've done is to redesignate effectively the Houthis as a terrorist organization. But it's not as straightforward as them just putting them on a list because what you heard there from Matthew Miller, the spokesman, was the kind of designation that they are using. Now, without getting sort of lost in the weeds of a jumble of uh, letters, um, he mentioned the uh, type that this is. There are effectively two forms of designation. One is a bit tougher than the other. Now, under the Trump administration in its uh, dying days, President Trump designated the Houthis as a terrorist organization under both uh, of those lists. Uh, one of them effectively means that there can be criminal sanctions. It would be a crime to provide material support to the Houthis. Uh, so that's obviously a massive disincentive. And that is why aid groups in particular, back then in early 2021, were really worried about this because they thought it would prevent or make it uh, legally very difficult for them to provide aid to people that need it in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen. And with the dire humanitarian conditions there, they were very, very worried about the impact. So within a few weeks, the Biden administration reversed the Trump decision um, uh, under both of those designations. Uh, now, what has happened now is that the Biden administration has redesignated the Houthis under the sort of lower level or the slightly less severe designation, and that is this specially designated global terrorist group as opposed to a foreign terrorist organization. I think, really, uh, it got to a point where the pressure was so great 
uh, on the administration that they had to, they felt they had to do this. President Biden, for example, was asked a couple of days ago by a reporter, are the Houthis terrorists? He said yes. Uh, I think it had become inevitable they were going to do this designation, given, of course, that they're carrying out military strikes uh, against uh, the Houthis in Yemen. Yeah, and what's the view there on that, that the US and the UK are carrying out these military strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen to try and stop them from targeting shipping in the Red Sea? Many saying, well, that's not working. Those military strikes have continued and shipping continues to be affected. Uh, some are suggesting that by uh, now introducing this designation, that's a sign that actually they are recognising what they're doing so far isn't working. What's your view? Well, I don't think so in the sense that I think the, the, des the terrorism designation will have been in the pipeline for, for quite a while. Um, you know, the big action here is the military action. The terrorism designation, I think official US officials would see this as a sort of far lower level, uh, you know, piece of policy or activity. Uh, and, and the reality is it won't have that much of an impact on the ground as far as the Houthis are concerned because they're already subject to so many sanctions. I mean, um, uh, Matt Miller was asked in that press conference about this and he said, well, they hardly have a bank account in the Bank of New York. Um, uh, they're already subject to a lot of sanctions. So it's, it, largely it's symbolic, although it will still come with those concerns about an impact on humanitarian aid. U.S. officials are saying there will be what they call carve-outs to ensure they can still get food and uh, medicine in there. As for the impact of the U.S.-U.K. military activity, that's a really good question because what we've seen since the, uh, the, the joint British-American strikes on Thursday was that the Houthis, the Houthis are still firing ballistic missiles at ships. But what we haven't seen is the scale of attack that we saw in particular on Tuesday um, of last week. That was a sort of swarming attack of suicide drones, ballistic missiles and cruise missiles. I think so far, my sense is US officials feel that this has been a sort of tactical success. They've degraded a bit of capability for the Houthis. They have deterred them to some extent, but that doesn't un answer the much, much wider strategic question. And that is now that we have a sort of battle of narratives because the Houthis are saying they're trying to get a change of policy. They want to isolate the US. They see it as acting as a diplomatic and military shield for the Israelis uh, as they continue the bombardment on Gaza. The Houthis, like much of the Arab world, want a ceasefire and an end to the siege on Gaza. The US and the UK are saying these things are completely disconnected, that they're just trying to protect international shipping uh, in the Red Sea. But of course, all of this uh, has you know, a lot of potential to spread and widen. So while the US is trying to deter the Houthis, they've got to walk this very fine line trying to prevent an escalation in the wider region. OK, Tom, thank you for now.